Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're visiting with our guests from the city of Brainerd. We have uh, Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us and Paul Sandy, the Brainerd City Engineer. Folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having us. Very good. Uh, uh, Jennifer, maybe we'll start with you if that's okay. And um, if you will, I think last time we talked, uh, we were talking about a small business relief grant. Do I understand there's more money available? There there was, yes. So thank you. So at the last community forum, I know we reported to you that we provided about 90000 in grants to 32 small businesses to help them uh, during this difficult time. So those grants were up to $3,000, and they were on a first-come, first-served basis. Right. Well, we reached that $90,000 pretty quickly, and there were eight applications that weren't able to be funded because we had reached that eighty or that ninety thousand dollars, so the city council um, decided to allocate an additional twenty three thousand five hundred to assist those other eight businesses. So we're just really proud to report that we've provided forty Brainerd businesses with one hundred thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. So we hope, uh, although a small amount, we're hoping that that helped our small businesses during this difficult time. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm That's sure good. it did. Yeah. That's great. All right. What what else is going on uh, that we should know about, Jennifer? So just a, a, one other thing that we heard quite a bit from our small businesses is that they're open, but nobody knows that they're open. And so the city council also allocated some funds to do a marketing campaign, mm-hmm. um, just a small campaign, but hopefully people are starting to hear some radio ads. I know that uh, WJJY has been running some and then some ads and some Facebook posts that we're trying to get the word out there that our businesses in Brainerd are open. So hopefully you're hearing some you betcha we're open ads. (laughs) You might be hearing those. (laughs) Great job on that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Had to dig deep. (laughs) And and Jennifer, that's a real important component to all of this, isn't it, is getting that word out. I know uh, that the county has worked with uh, the cities of Brainerd and Baxter and all businesses all over the county with along with the Chamber of Commerce on Lake Country Cares to assure that we're opening safely. There's a lot of uh, components going into uh, reassuring the public and letting them know they're open, aren't there? And there are. And, and Ken, thank you for bringing up the Lake Country Cares campaign. This is certainly something we're doing in cooperation with Lake Country Cares. And that model is great since it really is taking a look at that our businesses are open, but they are opening safely. So, you know, just reassuring those who are very concerned about the COVID-19 virus that that we're doing everything we can to help our businesses open safely. And that Lake Country Cares campaign really uh, is a fantastic uh, way to think think about this. So, Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Jennifer, anything else that you wanted to cover? So just briefly, um, you may have been hearing about the CARES Act dollars that the state of Minnesota received yes. from the federal government. So the state got about $841 million that was going to cities and to counties to assist us with our COVID needs. So the city of Brainerd uh, did apply for those funding, that funding, and we received a little over a million dollars. So right now the current guidance is that they have to meet three elements. They have to be necessary and due to COVID-19. 
it has to be unaccounted so that expenditure wasn't a part of our budget. And then the third thing is that it has to incur between March 1st and November 15th. So the city um, is really looking at that kind of in three buckets. One, the bucket that we have spent for COVID-19 to date. Number two, all those expenses that we anticipate from now until November 15th. And then three, uh, our assistance to our local businesses, which is also eligible under this this funding. So on July 20th, we're going to be bringing a recommendation to the city council. So again, we hope to be back on community focus and report a little bit more about that. Yeah, we'll look forward to hearing about that next month. Absolutely. All right. And Paul, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys? We're doing great. And I know you wanted to talk today a little bit about, uh, update us on some of the road construction projects going on in the city of Brainerd. Talk to us. What's going, what's happening? Yeah. So um, right now we do have two larger projects that are started. Um, As you know, over in Northeast, you'll see some uh, North, uh, some orange signs over there. Um, right now, uh, we have a couple contractors in Northeast working, that being Knife River and Anderson Brothers. Um, Anderson Brothers is currently working on the B Street and 5th Avenue Northeast. Um, they have about three weeks of utility underground work to complete um, mm-hmm. before they can start putting everything back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're anticipating probably another five or six weeks over there, um, over by the East Brainerd Mall. Um, to get things kind of back together. Um, the roads are open to local traffic. Uh, we ask that if you're just passing through to follow the detour um, and uh, come in, uh, to the mall from a different way. But um, we are, um, obviously, the McDonald's and the Dairy Queen and things over there are still open, and um, we want them to continue their business over there. So um, everything is accessible and, and easy to get to in those areas. Um, the other project we have going on over in Northeast is a uh, resurfacing project kind of uh, north and east of Mill Avenue. Um, Knife River did start that today. Uh, they'll see a milling machine up there taking off the old pavement. Um, that Those streets are also open to local traffic while construction is going on, so people will be able to continue to get in their driveways and access their homes. Um, there's not a lot of commercial property over there, not a lot of businesses, but... Um, more of a residential area. So the residents over there can be assured that the streets are open. Um, It's just, you know, you might have a few times where you might not be able to access your driveway, but uh, we're hoping to keep people informed on when that's going to happen and and things like that. So those are the two big projects we have going on in Brainerd this year. Um, Obviously, we have some other small projects that um, consist of crack sealing or uh, a seal coating. So those will be starting here in the coming weeks. Um, otherwise, just uh, be aware for construction workers in the work zone mm-hmm. and uh, heavy equipment because obviously this time of year, it, um, it don't assume that they can see you because those right. equipment have a lot of blind spots. And, um, and if you're traveling through the work zone, we just ask that you uh, use caution and, and be careful. Yeah. And Paula, quick question. I know, and it's been quite a while since we brought this up, but a while ago there was talk about doing a roundabout over by the Essential Health Sports Center. Where does that sit now? Is that still um, in future plans? Yeah, that is. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, Tess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is actually uh, scheduled for 2021 construction. Okay. So um, we are uh, continuing right away negotiations with a couple of property owners along the corridor there for the roundabout, mm-hmm. especially. 
Um, we did push that off one year uh, just to get all that tied up. Um, and so, yes, that is currently still in the plans. Uh, the city was funded for a majority of that project through uh, MnDOT and their local road improvement program. So we Great. are pushing forward with that. Um, that'll be a very nice improvement. MnDOT mm-hmm. uh, is kicking <laughs> in some money for the signal at Washington Street uh, to do some modifications up there that will improve also uh, the 210 corridor and some of the backups you might see on the highway there. Right. Mm-hmm. That Very will be good. We'll look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think everyone will. Oh, my goodness. Excellent. Yeah. Um, you know, as you talked about the construction over by McDonald's and Dairy Queen, uh, you mentioned uh, replacing a lot of the... Uh, Infrastructure. infrastructure down below. So was that the original part of this, or you're just redoing the road and thought while we're there we'll dig into the Because I know you're constantly trying to update the older infrastructure around the city, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So um, that was a part of the original plan. Uh, BPU uh, has some water main that is old and uh, needs to get replaced. And also they're um, putting in some new water main where it wasn't before to kind of loop those systems together. Um, having the water main loop like that helps for flushing and keeping the um, debris out of the water main. So uh, we are adding a little bit of water main, and we're adding a little storm sewer, which is just keeps the water off the streets during rain events. Um, the sanitary sewer, we're not doing much to that in that area. Um, they don't run down the street over there, so we're uh, kind of staying out of the, the sanitary sewer. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we are doing a little bit of utility work that uh, we're always looking to upgrade our utilities as um, they're important to everyone's uh, daily life. So uh, we try to keep up on that kind of stuff when we're doing our streets. Mm -hmm. Very good. We read last week in the paper that uh, it sounds like most of the remodeling inside City Hall is done, but we know there was a fire on the roof. We're talking about maybe improving some of the outdoor stuff. What's going on with City Hall right now in Brainerd? Yeah, so, um, yes, we did have a, we had most of City Hall wrapped up, and then we did have a fire up on the roof uh, that did cause some water damage on the third floor of City Hall mm-hmm. um, and some smoke damage. Um, the, the fire didn't get inside the building, which was um, a Thankfully. blessing. Um, there, is a, there was a little bit of smoke smell in here, um, so we've had Service Master in uh, <laughs> cleaning the building, drying things out, um, and we've gotten everything basically put back together and people are moved back into their spaces good um uh, service master is here today cleaning the last couple of rooms from construction post-construction cleanup um the next couple of weeks will consist of finishing the hvac system and uh making sure that everything is tested and balanced in city hall um right now you'll see there are um there's a lift outside of city hall and they're pressure washing the outside the building um, so the roof got finished up top there. Uh, we're now washing the building. They'll tuck point everything on the outside uh, and make sure the outside of the building uh, matches the interior, which, um, you know, pr- preserving the historic uh, look of the building yeah. and making sure that everything looks nice and is something that the public can be proud of. So, um, Very good. Um, uh, is it event- when will it open, if you will, to the public again? 
I think I'll let Jennifer handle that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's a great question. I will tell you, you were calling me, and I am in my office right now, and it is so great to be back at City Hall. So the majority of our staff are, are working from our city facilities, and we do have a plan to safely reopen City Hall. So the, what we're going to do is we're going to be installing a video doorbell system and then door release switches. So when somebody comes to City Hall, they will ring the bell. It will ring one of our staff here. Uh, they will be asked to, to look at a health uh, questionnaire form that we have just to make sure that they don't have any symptoms of COVID. Um, and then they will be buzzed in. Uh, when they get in, there will be a table that will have masks and sanitize, hand sanitizers. We aren't going to require people to wear masks. We're going to encourage um, people to wear masks when they're coming to City Hall. Mm -hmm. So once they get buzzed in, they will be directed to the department that they need. Um, right now, we are waiting, and as you can imagine, contractors are really uh, backlogged yes. right now. So we are waiting for those door release switches, and right now we can't even get on somebody's calendar. So wow. we're really hoping um, that'll happen sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress enough that City Hall um, and city staff have been available to the public since the beginning. Yep. Right. We have always, uh, you know, we are answering our phones when you call City Hall, and we really encourage people to contact us through email or through phone. Mm -hmm. And even when we open City Hall, we would still encourage people to do that or to make appointments. Um, our building inspectors are out, um, and, and we are, are ready to conduct business. We're just, again, trying to be very safe um, and consider those safety precautions when we do open. Yep, sure. That makes sense. I know you talked about that before when you were on, that uh, the city services that are offered, uh, you know, whether it's permits or, like you say, an inspection or something, all of that's still available. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Anything else going on that we should be aware of? I know they just uh, recently the Park and Rec Department had to make the decision uh, no sports for mm -hmm. the summer, huh? <laughs> Yeah, they've had to make some really tough calls this year. The Parks, Park Board really has been uh, looking at what the governor's guidance is mm -hmm. and trying to, to you know, follow the governor's guidance. And so they did have to make that, that tough call. I know our park staff, as well as our, our kids, yeah. you know, were really uh, disappointed uh, that that decision had to be made. It's It's kind of a strange year. It really is. Yeah. Well, even though the programs are not happening, the parks are still open, and the uh, city of Brainerd has always had just a number of beautiful parks, mm -hmm. so we can still utilize the facilities. Absolutely, and we would encourage people to to get outside, to to walk on our trails, to get into our parks, and, and you know, again, just caution people to, to use safety precautions, but, you know, I think we've all heard, you know, what a great therapy it is for people just to get outside. Amen. So, yeah. <laughs> You know, as long as we are talking about our parks, the other thing I know I've talked about in the past is the Region 5 Children's Museum. Yeah. Yes. So we are, uh, the City Council did appoint a task force, and we are having our first task force meeting actually this coming Thursday to start talking about uh, the master plan for Lum Park and what a children's museum may look like in Lum Park. So we that task force will be meeting monthly, probably from now until the end of the year to, to start really digging into those conversations. So again, something I hope to bring to community focus in the future as well. 
Mm. I look forward to that, too. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. All right. Um, Paul, just for uh, the sake of asking, uh, for those construction projects you mentioned, uh, people can always find that information on the city website, too, correct? That is correct, yep. Um, you can go to our city website, and all the construction projects are listed there, where the projects are at, um, and uh, there will be um, uh, updates as far as schedules are concerned, too, generally on the website. So Perfect. We would also encourage people to go to our Facebook page. I know we did share an update on Friday mm-hmm. on our road construction project, so follow along our Facebook page as well. Wonderful. We can do that. Yeah, very good. Well, folks, thank you so much for being with us today to keep us up to date on what's happening in the city of Brainerd, and we'll look forward to visiting again soon. Thanks, Ken and Tess. We appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Jennifer. Bye. Our guests today, Jennifer Bergman, who is the Brainerd City Administrator. Paul Sandy is the Brainerd City Engineer. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget our Community Focus programs are available online uh, right on our website at 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can always listen to through our free downloadable app, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.